see him before we start all the, the celebrations and everything else already. Correct? Yeah, I imagine. I don't. I imagine that it'll start with this Yama. I don't know. Well, I don't know the schedule of events, but I'm assuming that'll be early on. Oh, that's a good start. All right, so let's get yeah, uh, don't okay. I doubt it'll be like uh, okay. Anyway, let's get right to um, okay. So we're about to start a brand new seder. It's called seder nashim. Uh, seder nashim is comprised of of, of a number of mesachtas. So it'll be keeping us busy for around two years. There's yivamos. There's ksuvas. Uh, there's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's there's Nedarim, Nazir, and Sota, and then there's Gitin and uh, Kiddushin. These are all these are misachtas that relate somehow to women altogether, basically. So that's why it's called Seder Nashim, and that's the order. Now, um, uh, the first misachta in the group is Yevamas, which is quite um, whatever, quite 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 worthy of of its own introduction. And the Mishnah uh, chooses uh, quite quite intricate, right? So we're jumping right into very very heavy stuff. That's number one. Um, and uh, the thing about the reason, perhaps, why the Masechta starts with Yevamos over other uh, over any of the other tractates, because it's quite rare Yevamos. The Yibum altogether is pretty rare. So the reason, yes. What? Is it as hard as it looks yet? We're just doing the intro right now. Okay. I don't understand a word he's saying. Okay. Oh, wait, we haven't started. We haven't started, right. Is, is it something we said? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? We did the review already. It was a fast one. You missed it. It was fast. You blinked around. You blinked. It was five minutes. I'm looking for your mouse. Anyway, so um, basically the thing with Yavamas is, uh, is that it's, it's the, you see, like uh, other marriages... Is uh, is is not as much of an imperative, but when it comes to yibum, it's an obligation. You must do it. So because it's a must, so it makes sense that there's something of an imperative involved that vis-a-vis other marriages, and that's why perhaps it's first. Now, um, let's just get the basics of what is the mitzvah of yibum that this misafta is revolved around. Cases. The reason why it's so strange is because it's basically what would be what we would consider one of the forbidden unions, an erva, a prohibited union. Is one of them is an ashes ach, the wife of my brother, is a prohibited union. If my brother is no longer married, I can't marry um, my brother's wife. That's typically what the rule should be. The Torah, however, provides. <laughs> That if your brother would be married and dies without children, so then there's a special mitzvah to sort of continue to be mekayim, to lahakim zera lahakim, to fulfill, to continue the line of his brother by doing yibum, by performing yibum. And that is now overriding the consideration of the erva. That's the idea. And that's what we're doing. Now, that being said, although there's a mitzvah, there's an obligation, um, we never do force uh, something like that. There's also an option of chalitza, which is really taking the place of a divorce because you have this bond that is created by the obligation of yibum, and the way to sever that bond, if you do choose not to do the yibum, is to do a chalitza, which is an option as well. 
So those are the two things. Chalitza is a whole process of removing of a shoe from the, from the brother. And uh, she spits towards the brother. It's a whole process. And that is the mitzvah of Chalitza if, yibum is, is not, if he chooses not to do Yibam. Now, if there's multiple brothers, it gets a little bit complicated. Who's the brother that gets to do Yibam? That's a different discussion. We don't want to understand everything on day one. But what we do need to understand is in order to understand this mission, we have to understand one other very, very important factor. And that is the Torah says that, again, we're overriding in Erva of Eishas Ach. That idea is only true for Eishas Ach alone. If there's any other type of Erva to this girl, so then there is no mitzvah yibum to that, to that woman. Okay? So, for instance, the classic example is that the first one on the list is a daughter. So if that's allowed, your, your brother is allowed to marry your daughter, according to Jewish law. He's allowed to marry his niece. And therefore, if chas v'shalom, the brother passes away without children, and his wife was your daughter, obviously you cannot do the mitzvah of yibum to your daughter. That's because the, the prohibition of Bito never comes off. The only prohibition that comes off is the prohibition of your brother's wife. But now, if your brother wife and daughters... Now, one second. And if, no men. That you, doesn't matter. Then there's no mitzvah it, altogether. We'll get there. You just said it was allowed. Any children. What you, mean, you said it, that's allowed. I thought you said What? I said you said only, it was allowed. Only Eishas Ach is allowed. Oh. Alone. Okay? And, there, and, and now... Not only does the prohibition to some in those days that there was it was common to have multiple wives, not only would there not be a mitzvah hibum to the daughter, obviously, there will also not be a, pro, a prohibited union to the extra spouse, the, the co-wife is what we call it, Sarah. In those days, there was co-wives. A person can have multiple wives. So even though co-wife is not related at all to. Uh, to the to to the brother that would do yibum, it nevertheless it falls away the mitzvah and therefore neither she nor the co-wife is subject to dini yibum. Now that co-wife could theoretically fault yibum to a different brother, and but since there was a, already a prohibition to this brother for the first co-wife, when 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 the second brother would do yibum, another brother would do yibum, then that brother also could theoretically. Uh, um, pass away without children, and the, even the co-wife of the co-wife would also not have a mitzvah zvibam. And that's what this Mishnah revolves around. And that's because there's a list of 15, a group of 15 arayos, 15 different relations that you have to one of them, and that removes the obligation of yibum to not only her, but even to the co-wife, and even the co-wife of the co-wife, uh, should that fault yibam, should she fault yibam from a different brother. And that's the process, and that's what this mission revolves around. A very, very complicated, just to understand the various relationships. We're going to go through it slowly, and uh, let's take it one step at a time. I hope, uh, I hope it was at least a little bit clear from the introduction what the mitzvah is. Is overridden by the mitzvah of Yibum if there are no children at all. No girls. No even even if, if there's girls, then there's also there's also n- prohibited children. That's what I said. Children, children. doesn't children. matter, girl or boy. Exactly.
is not with a daughter. Nevertheless, the fact that there's a daughter is still a continuation of sorts. That's true. If the brother had children from a what? Whatever. If the brother had children, not to a marriage, just had children from somewhere. I mean, he has a relationship with someone. And children is children. Children is just children. Doesn't make any difference. Doesn't matter. No, doesn't there's matter. no yibum. Doesn't matter. Even outside of even outside of a marriage. Correct. Yes. It makes a mention of the so marriage if, between Boaz and Ruth. Yes. A similar situation. It wasn't a true yibum, obviously, because Boaz was not a, a, a brother of Machlo. Right. Okay. It was in, uh, It was along the lines of a yibum. Um, but uh, there That's was a, right, but uh, yeah. what it's, it's it was redeeming, Gula. right? Exactly, it was a rede- redemption of the property, but again, it was along the same lines because the idea is to maintain or continue the line, as be, a, uh, right? Does he maintain the name too? What? No, 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 it's nothing. There, there's there. You're not even related. That's not an Asia Zach at all. He was a he was a he was a nephew of Avimelech. Uh, uh, Boaz. Boaz was a nephew of Avimelech. Yeah, so he wasn't that. He was uh, right. So he was the first cousin of Machlo. I think uh-huh. so. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Different thing. This is. It's not completely different. It's a type of yibum, clearly, um, and that's what they did. There was a removal of a shoe. I don't know. There's a lot of things in what of went a shoe on. Of a closer relative. Right. Right. So, uh, but that was again right. Interest. Whatever, but the point being is, is that it was kind of like a yibum, and it's interesting. Somebody pointed out that Yehuda and Tamar was also a kind of like a yibum, and you see somehow Mashiach is coming, is coming from this type of relationship. So, uh, so that's what somebody said. It's very, whatever. Anyway, that's the story, and with that, let's begin. Chamesh. Yes. It's written in the Torah. I should read to you the Pasuk, if you really want to see the Pasuk. Right, it's a Pasuk in, um, it's a Pasuk in Parashas Kisaitse. And, um, and it says, where is it? What? 1816. 22? Or what? Oh, it says, after 18? Okay, maybe. Leviticus? That's not the one I'm looking for. No, the Varim. The Varim? You're looking at the wrong one. Varim. Actually, looking in the mission. That's my problem. Kaf Hey. Hey, and you. Kaf. 25, 5 to 10. 25, right. Um, so, yeah. This will read the puzzle because it's very worthwhile. When brothers are alive together, it's very important because we're going to need it for one of the cases. And one of the brothers dies. And he has no child. Okay, that's what it means. We don't mean sons here. It means even a child. First is a prohibition. The wife of the deceased cannot go outside to a strange man. Her brother-in-law Yavola should have has the mitzvah to come on to her to marry her. Ulakacha loli isha, and he should take her for a wife. Viyima and do yibum. Vayabchor asher teled, and the firstborn that will be born Yakum al shem achvames will be a continuance of on the name of the his brother that died. Vilo yimachesh shemoli Yisrael, and this way his name won't be erased from Israel. Vim. 
That's if he chooses to do Yivam. If a man does not choose to take his Yivama, then she goes to the gate where the elders are, meaning to Bezdin. And she would say, My my brother-in-law refuses to continue to establish his brother's name in Israel. He chooses not to do Yivam. The and then the elders of the, his city call out to him. and they speak to him. and he says, I do not choose to take her. I don't want to take her. The Yavama comes close to him. to the eyes of the elders. she takes his shoe off his foot. and she spits towards his face. and she speaks out loud and says. So shall be done to the man, Asher lo achiv, who does not build his brother's house, his brother's house, Yisrael, and they call it in Israel base Now that's what everybody will will refer, that's the refrain that people use. Okay. Yes, and anyway, that's the story. Thing. That's the whole thing. This is going to keep us busy. Yeah. All that. What's the symbolism about it? What? What's the symbolism about it? There's some symbol about the shoe business. I, I can't say for sure. The shoe is the continuance of the name. Why okay. I mean, this shoe is not doing That's an option, but we'll get there. Let's not answer all the questions on before we start. <laughs> we need some Right, that's a discussion. It's a discussion. Let's start. All right, there are 15 women. Who not only, besides for the fact that there's no Yibum to them, but they also remove the mitzvah of Yibum to their co-wife. And not only to their co-wife, but to the co-wife of their co-wife, as we explained. From either Chalitza or Yibum, not only to, from the mitzvah of Yibum, but even from the obligation of Chalitza. At Sofa Olam, and this continues... It's not only tzara of a tzara, but even the tzara of a tzara of a tzara. It goes on and on um, uh, forever. Okay? Ve'eluhein, and here is the list of 15 relations we're talking about. Bito, a man's daughter. Rashi is careful to explain that when we're referring to daughter here, we specifically mean a daughter that is out of wedlock. And the reason why is because we're going to talk about a bas ishto separately. And if it's your wife, it's also your wife's, uh, your wife's daughter. Your daughter from your wife is also your wife's daughter. And that's its own prohibition. So therefore, we're not talking about a wife. We're talking about a bito me'anusoso, who's out of wed like type of type of situation. That daughter, ubas bito, and that daughter's daughter, ubas bino, and that daughter's son. What that means is, so just to understand the case, let's talk about two brothers. You have Reuven, and you have Shimon. Okay? Shimon had a daughter out of wedlock. Let's name her Leah. Okay? Okay? He wasn't married. Now, Ruvain is allowed to marry Leah. So he married Leah. And Ruvain, after marrying Leah or before, he has a different wife whose name is Rachel. When Ruvain dies without sons so, or children, so then not only is there no mitzvah for Shimon to do Yibam, obviously to his daughter. Leah, but there's also no mitzvah to do Yibam to Rachel. To the co-wife. To the co-wife. Now, if there's a, if there's a Levi involved, or there's a brother, so Levi could do Yibam to either or, and he chose to do Rachel instead of Leah. And he has another wife, let's say Chana, 
that's Levi. So now Levi um, um, decided to marry, to do Yibum to, to Rachel, who's not even related to Shimon. And then, but he happened to have another wife named Chana. Should Levi die without any, uh, without any children? So now there's a mitzvah of Yibum to Levi. Just like Shimon didn't have a mitzvah to Leah, his daughter, or Rachel, is the co-wife of his, da- of, of his daughter, so too, since Rachel is the co-wife of his daughter from the first marriage, from Ruben, so too, even Chana, he does not have a mitzvah of Yibum. That's the gist. That's what we're talking about. And that's the case of Bito. The Bito can be also Bas Bito, the daughter of the daughter. The person is not allowed, not only is he forbidden from the Torah to marry his own daughter, he's also forbidden from the Torah to marry his daughter's daughter. And also, um, Obas Bino, his son's daughter. You're not mm-hmm. allowed to marry your granddaughter from your son. Can you either. what a co-wife's co-wife is? Yeah, co-wife's co-wife is the co-wife that's why I said that's this case. That's Chana, because Levi married. Uh, Levi did the Yibum, okay. and he happened to have another wife named Chana. Okay. So, and she too, when, when <coughs> Levi dies, he does not fall to either Rachel, uh, who was not even his daughter, but it was his daughter's co-wife. But the co-wife of his co-wife is Chana. That's what we're so talking the, about. So the obligation of Yibum applies to the second wife or to the first wife as well. The yibum is yibum is only once. You do not need to do yibum no, no, to no, no, all no, the I mean, spouses. So the mitzvah of yibum. Yes. Leah and Rachel gave their their mates to to Yaakov. Yeah. Yaakov. Yeah. Yaakov, uh, and Yaakov would have died. Yeah. So Tilpan. Uh, Bila and Zilpa, yeah. Bila and Zilpa, they, would, they have the same right? It's the same difference. The bottom line is, you, the mitzvah yibum is to any of the wives. Any of the wives. That's any of the wives. But only once. You don't have to do it to all of the wives. It's a choice. So we'll get to that. Just like the bro- it's any of the brothers, and it's any of the wives. We will see. When you, don't, you don't need multiple brothers doing yibum. Only one brother needs to do yibum. And he only needs to do Yibum to only one wife. That's the story. Okay. So you're so in a, summarizing it, Rabbi, instead of giving the long list over here, you could have said, in any relationship whatsoever that he has a DNA in that, in that relationship, is prohibited. That's, yeah, yeah, but we're going to get to cases where there is no DNA. One second. Okay. But in, for up to this point, up to this point. Yeah, well, first we're saying, Bito, Bas Bito, Bas That's right. That's right. That's First group. That's group okay, A. That's, but that's we're going forward. Now can we go backwards to the same relationship? Let's look at the, let's look at Let's this. look at farther. Okay. There's fifteen. Wait, so far okay, we did now. three. Yeah. Oh, okay. trying to put them all I told you, you see. Oh look, it looks pretty short. Okay. I told you. Okay. <laughs> You're in a we're not done yet. Let's keep going. You're in a bind. See I'm trying to summer I'm trying to Make it quicker? It's no, not quicker. Less than 15. Maybe I'll give out 10. Or maybe I'll give out 5. That's it. We're breaking it down to every relation. Next. Okay. okay. Next. Rabbi. Bas Ishto. You're in a bind here, though. Because once one brother does you, no matter how many wives the first brother. So the first brother has one wife. The next brother marries him. Kills marries him. her. Yeah. Now he has two wives. He dies without kids. The third brother does you to one of the wives. The other wife's free to go. Right. So it's not doing... It's not like... At the end, he has. No, if he, he dies without kids. No. He doesn't. It doesn't. One, 
One doesn't yeah, matter. One he has two. Right. He has two wives now. Right, it goes by the new brother is the one that swallowed Ibam at that point. Okay, the next on the list is Bas Ishto. Now we're going to relations of the wife. So Ruvain had a wife, and she was from a previous marriage, has a daughter. Just like, okay, now that, that daughter, his brother Shimon decided to marry his wife's, uh, Ruvain's wife's daughter. It can happen, okay? So basically, you have two brothers, one married the mom. And the other one married the daughter. It can happen. The niece. No, not the niece. Well, it's a step-niece, okay? Yeah. It's not his own daughter. It's his wife's daughter, okay? Yeah. So there's it's a mother and daughter. You're not related. A to mother and daughter unrelated to this family. And one brother falls in love with the mother. And the other brother falls in love with the daughter. Not a problem. Yeah. Problem is, is that if the one who is married to the daughter passes away, obviously, the one, he cannot marry his wife's daughter. Right. That's the point. That's Bas Ishto. Ubas Bina, Ubas Bita. And the daughter of the son of his wife and the daughter of the daughter of his wife is also included in this era. Okay. So we have another three. That's six so far. Then that's going downward. Then we can go upward in relations. Okay? Not only that, but included, there's another group. There's Hamoso. That's his mother in law. Okay? The Aim Hamoso, the mother. Of his mother-in-law, Fame Chalav, and the mother of his father-in-law, that too is a forbidden, forbidden union. So we could talk from the perspective of Reuven. Remember, Reuven and Shimon. We said one married the mother, the other one married the daughter. So basically, Reuven, who's married to the mother, and Shimon married the daughter. From Shimon's perspective, Reuven is his stepfather-in-law. Okay, that's what it is, right? So his, but meantime, his meantime. If Reuven dies without children, obviously Shimon cannot marry Reuven's wife, who's his wife's mother. That's his mother-in-law. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's not, that's not going to work. That's mother-in-law. But then going up, the mother of the mother-in-law, and then going up again, the mother of his father-in-law. That's a separate relation that can happen. Okay? Is the Mishnah basically saying these are cases where you don't need chalitza? That you don't need anything. <laughs> not yibum, not chalitza. That's, this is the, these are the cases where there's no obligation at all. So far, again, we're counting, we're up to number nine already. Now, we, instead of going down and up, we're going across to siblings. Okay? Now, we're moving on to Sister, okay. So now we're talking about. You could talk achoso. Well, first his own sister, meimo. Uh, obviously, if his brother married her, it can't be related to his brother because his brother can't marry a brother can't marry a sister. So Reuven and Shimon could be brothers from different mothers. So therefore, again, just like let's look at you know Reuven and Yosef for instance. One was from uh, Rachel. One was from Leah. Right. Talking about Yaakov's, Yaakov's family. It's helpful. What? They're, they're co wives or full wives? What is co wives? are? What do you mean by that? Leah and Rachel are co wives. Co-wives. They're Taros. Meaning they're both wives. In a co wife situation, is there one primary and one secondary? Not necessarily. It could be. And then the handmaids are what to those? They, they were also co wives. They were elevated. So they're all co wives. In that In that sense. In that sense. Yeah. Okay, but that's like, but okay. So now we're talking about the one. Uh, it's important to understand. So achoso email means that that it could be. Let's say, for instance, Dina was the daughter of Leah. Leah. Right. Now, Yosef 
couldn't marry Dino because Dino was from Yaakov, right? But it's very possible that um, that Dina, let's say let's say Leah was married to somebody else and had a, a daughter, so that, oh, yeah. that means it's it's she is the sister to Reuven, that that daughter, but she's not the sister at all or sibling at all to Yosef whatsoever. They have no relation at all. So that's Achoso Meimo. So I cannot marry, even though like you know. So again, in the case of in the case of step sibling, you know step step sibling. So you're allowed to marry your stepsister because you're not related at all. But mm-hmm. from a previous marriage, my brother from uh, we, we have a shared father, he cannot cannot marry his sister because he shared the same mother. Okay, but I'm allowed to marry her. So I, if if the other person who married her dies, so then there's no yibum to one sister from the mother. That's achosomimo, achosimo, and then there's also the mother's sister. Because you have to think about that the person, again, the mitzvah of Yibum is only to brothers uh, from the father. The brothers from the mother do not have a mitzvah of Yibum. So it's very, pos- and it's very possible that the, the, the Israel's ah is to any brother, both maternal and paternal. But the mitzvah of Yibum is only from Eishas Ach Me'avim, where you share the same father. Okay, we learned that from Bnei Yaakov. So now, Chos Imo is that my is is someone's mother's sister. It's very possible that my brother from my father, he can marry my mother's sister because he's not even, that that mother is not at all his relationship whatsoever. Okay, um, that's a Chos Imo v'Chos Ishto, and also the sister of 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 my wife. That's where two brothers marry two sisters. Okay, so. Um, Anyway, the point being is is that the uh, Ruvain, let's say <coughs> Ruvain and Shimon married Rachel and Leah, and they're both sisters. So if Ruvain dies, so then Ruvain's wife, Rachel, is the sister of my wife. That's Achos Isha. I'm not allowed to marry her. I don't know of a Isser, right? As long as my wife is alive, I'm not allowed to marry her. Okay, that's Allah. Okay, so that's also on the list. And then Veishas Achiv Meimo. That's what I mentioned before. That the Isser of Eshazach is both to one's paternal brother and also to a maternal brother. So, therefore, if I have a maternal brother who we don't share the same father, mm-hmm. so I don't have a mitzvah of Yibum, even if my other brother did Yibum, uh, um, who is my, uh, we do share the same father, um, I, I, I don't have a mitzvah Yibum to, to this one. And once I don't have a mitzvah Yibum, the Isser Eshazach will still be there. Um, that's what Eishas Achav Yimo is referring to, and Ve'Eishas Achiv Shalom What is that? So this is what we mentioned in the pasuk. If you noticed, we said Ki Yeshvu Achim Yachtav. The mitzvah of Yibum is only when you are alive at the same time as the brother, who and then he dies while you're alive. Then there's a mitzvah of Yibum to oh, his wife. You have to be alive at the time that he dies so to have the mitzvah of Yibum. If there's a brother who was born post after Reuven died, Levi's born. So the wife of Reuven that Shimon was a lot could do yibum too. Levi never had that mitzvah, but the Israel Shazach remains to him because it's his brother's wife without having had the mitzvah. 
Wait, so therefore, what? what about a one-year-old? They have yeah, to get yeah, married. It, yeah, you will have to wait till that's the no, that's Shela. Wait to do they, they do chalitza now? They're gonna have to do yibum. He's too young to do either to do chalitza. I'm saying, but do they do yibum or do they wait till they're of age? They're gonna wait till of age. Yeah. That's what they have to do. But she's uh, chained she basically, like no, right? Like Shayla. that was exactly right. Like Shayla. they said to wait, right? Because he's too young. So, okay, so do we understand? That means they were not in the world together. Reuven and Levi were not alive at the same time. So therefore, when Reuven dies, obviously Levi did not have a mitzvah of Yibum. When Levi's born, he's born, it's irrelevant, right? But when he's born, so now the wife of Reuven is forbidden to him because it's Ashes Achiv Shalohayabalama. There is no mitzvah, but there is but the forbidden union doesn't matter. It's still going to be there when he becomes born. And if Shimon does Yibum, so when Shimon dies without, without children, so then Levi cannot do Yibum to that, the first, the Reuven's wife, nor, the co, nor Shimon's wife either, Shimon's, uh, or co-wife. And that's the Eishas Achiv Shelohi Balamo. And the last one on the list is Vikalaso. That's the 15th one. Kalaso is the daughter-in-law. Okay? Um, so that also can happen, right? So, um, um, that's a case where, let's say, a man's, um, uh, Reuven had a son, and the son got married, and, uh, this, and then the son passed away. So Reuven's brother right, married his, uh, his brother's daughter-in-law. It's allowed. It's not a forbidden union to the brother. Um, and but that but she remains prohibited to the to her form to her for, to former her. father-in-law right and that's a, also another relation. all of these in this group potros sarasen with sarasen they remove they make pater they they uh, the tzara the co-wife and the co-wife of the co-wife mina chalitzu mina yibum from chalitzu yibum atzav olam to the end of. All the world, meaning there's no there's no limit. If there's a, no limit of brothers, it, it keeps extending from one co-wife to the next co-wife to the next co-wife. Again, you could have a string of brothers, and that's the story. Right, right. Even though it's it's a it's a co-wife of a co-wife of a co-wife, it's still prohibited. Now, in any of these groups of arayos that we listed, of these fifteen women, im meso, if they those those women. Passed away, oh Mianu, or they or they refused the marriage, meaning they were married off um, in such a way that uh, that that they had an option of Mion. Mion is mm-hmm. typically um, where they were married off when they were under bas mitzvah, and they refused the marriage. Um, typically, that only works when they were married off, not by the father, but by a mother and brother. And it can happen potentially where the father may still be alive. Uh, because we're talking about Bita over here, but there's still a possibility of Mion, because if she was married once by the father, and then ended up getting divorced, so then she's what's called a Yisoma B'chayavia. Father lost his rights. One, it's a one-time trick. He can marry her off once, but not a second time. So the second marriage, she has the possibility or potential of Mion, which is refusing the marriage, and it's as if they were never married. Onizgashu, or they got divorced, so then, Oshinim to Islandis, or... She was found to be an islandist, this, this, uh, this relation. An islandist is someone who has a physical, uh, uh, physical qualities that she's incapable of having children. But it's not just 
happens to be there's they're not possible. Okay, that's what nihilus is. Um, it's a, and it's we, we'd fall under the category of basically what we would consider it a mekach uh, Typically, a person marries a woman, he expects that he'd be able to have children. He didn't realize that she was an nihilus. So therefore, it's like as if that marriage is not a real marriage. It's not. A, it's a mistaken marriage, and therefore. The what's going to happen is Sarosay Mutaros, their co-wife, would be permitted to do either Yibum or Khalidza. Now Vyatayochalomabrahamosa, what you cannot say in some of these things is not possible. You can't say about a mother-in-law, Uvaim Khamos, or the mother of the mother-in-law, Uvaim Khamov, or the mother of the father-in-law, Shinim to Islandists, that they are an islandist, because after all, they had children. They can't be an islandist if you were able to have kids. Oh Shemianu, or that they did Mion, because after all. Um, they had kids. Okay, they're, they're, the mean is only when it's under age where it's not possible to have children. Okay? Why is the mission to even tell you that? The interesting case with Anilanos is if he, if he says she's Anilanos and she goes and marries islandist. somebody else and has islandist. a kid with them, right. then so she then can she, come back and say, you right. have to give That's called the mistaken islandness, right. Now, Ketzad Potros Sorosin, how does this work? So it's going to give the example of, of freeing the co-wife, okay? So, Sabito, if the man gives the example, speak out the example, Sabito, if the man's daughter, um, or any of these other arayos, Nisuos ended up marrying the brother, and that brother um, has another wife, Umeis, and, um, and he dies, just like his daughter is not obligated to do he's not obligated to do even to his own daughter so to the co-wife there is no obligation if the co-wife of his daughter ended up going he went to a different brother to do and that other brother has another wife and that other brother dies without children just like the co-wife of his daughter is Potter not obligated in Yibam, so to the co-wife of the co-wife is Ptura, even if there's a hundred brothers, it's all the same. How is it possible? How, what does it mean if they died, then the co-wife is permitted? This is the case. If the Oh, it's a bito. If his daughter, oh, Achim, Galarayz Elo, or any of these prohibited unions, Nisuos Lachem was married to his brother, Vilovishacheres, and he has another wife, Mesa Bito. If the daughter would die prior to the brother dying, oh, Nisgarsho, he divorces her prior to dying, Vachach Mesa Achim, and then the brother dies, Sarasim Uteres, and the co-wife is permitted at that time, even though at one point she was the co-wife to his daughter. At the time of the Yibum kicking in, with the halos, the, the effect of the Yibum, she was no longer the wife, she was dead um, or divorced. Muteras is it's permitted. Now, what if there is still the potential to do me? <coughs> Meaning his daughter is underage and she may or may not do Yibum, Miun, because she has the right to, below Miana, but she didn't as of yet do the Miun. Sarasa, so you to the co-wife, you don't take chances, you do chalitza, because she may do miyun, and then there would be a mitzvah of yibum here. Um, and she may not, so therefore, you, you, in order to cover ourselves, you only do chalitza and not yibum. Okay, so that's that. Brings us to the Gemara. Now, Mirti. The question is the order of everything. So, Michti, let us see over here. Kulu, Meachos, Yishiofinun. Every, all of this, 
idea that the co-wife is freed as well is based only from an extra word that's written by Achos Isha. It says in the words um, that, that a person is not a member of Ish, Okay, so it's from that extra word of litzror, saros, that we learn that the arayos extend to the co-wives. Okay, it's based on that little extra line over there. To be a co-wife. Tzara. Okay, that's the idea. So that's the basis. So mifti shouldn't the order be the primary where the source of everything is learned out of, and that should be listed first, and then work your way to the other relations. Maybe you say we're starting with the most stringent relation and union, and then working our way to more lenient unions. Um, uh, and that would only make sense if you're Shimni, it's going like Rav Shimni, Damar Sreifa Chamura, who says that, that Sreifa is the most Chamur of death penalties, um, and the first group in the list, Bito, um, Basbi, all those are relations that have a prohibited union to the extent that it is a death penalty of Sreifa, and again, as we know, there's a dispute which is the worst death penalty, is it Sreifa or Skila? Problem with that idea is Yachi listni chamoso beresha. Then chamoso should be the first on the list because the ikar sreifa bechamoso ksiva. The primary expression of sreifa is by the mother-in-law. So then you should list uh, because that's the one that says explicitly sreifa. The rest are derived from mother-in-law to extend to other to other relations. But uh, so why? Um, so right, so so the ode, and furthermore, baser chamoso after chamoso listening chamoso daughter-in-law should go next. The baser sreva because after sreva skila chamura. Next on the list is skila, and it's not following the pattern. Ella, the reason why we're starting with daughter of all is alabito given the asimidrasha since it doesn't say anywhere in the Torah outright that a man is not allowed to marry his his daughter who is not a daughter, as we explained, is not a daughter from a marriage, doesn't say that anywhere outright in the Pasuk. Kivan Asim Midrasha comes from Midrasha, Chavivola, it's beloved, because it took more effort to figure it out, so therefore, so, so, um, um, so therefore, we put Bito first. Now, the Gemara says, Kulo nami midrasha also, when everything is derived from midrasha. So the Gemara says, true. May he granted the in yibum asim midrasha. As far as the yibum mitzvah is all drashas, how they're pottering their tsaros is not explicit in the text so much. But ikari sarai, but the entire the prohibition itself is behead yaksiv is written outright in the other unions. Uh, even the isra itself is only a drasha, as we know from. The Gzeir Shava, the Amar Rava, Amar Li Rav, Yitzchak Parvdimi, Asya Heina Heina, Asya Zima Zima. It's based on a double Gzeir Shava, one to tell you the prohibition, the other one to tell you which death penalty is it. So Bito, it says, it says, it talks about the Bas Bito and Bas Bino, even if it's not from a daughter from a marriage, and it's and it uses the word Heina over there. And it uses the word Heina by the Ishto and Bas Ishto, by the Bas Ishto and Bas Bito Bas Bina. So there it says the word Heina. So just like over there, the daughter is just as prohibited as the granddaughter. So too, you're prohibited to your daughter just like to your granddaughter, even if it's through and uh, not through a marriage. And that's Heina Heina. And Zima Zima is because you use the word Zima in all ca- both cases. They're just like there's an Isser of 
uh, the the of misa is sreifa over there. So too by the daughter Manu Saso, it's also an iser sreifa. But it's all based on a drasha. So since it's based on a drasha, we wanted to prioritize Bito first, and then we're going to work our way through to get to the rest of the list. Why this order? Anyway, stop over here.